gentlemen brandy J's podcast a voice to be reckoned with would like to thank you for making the right choice in choosing a podcast that moves a nation and now here she is in five four three two one brandy J's a voice to be reckoned with season three we are talking bullying crisis with chuck nasty of podcast Nasty Nation. Chuck and I are hitting home with our personal experiences as parents and leaving open the question of where is the accountability when it comes to protection of our youth and the right for them to feel safe when in, in their schools. This should never be taken lightly. So why is it? Everybody, you're here with me, your host Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with. And today I have a special guest and a new friend. Is <laughs> he goes by the name of Chuck Nasty? Chuck Nasty, are you there? I'm right here. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. It's going good. How are you going? Doing today? Doing all right. Been okay. busy. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, everybody, Chuck Nasty is here today to talk to talk with me and, and to you guys about the um, our ugly bullying crisis and the ugly, <coughs> ugly truth. And uh, Chuck has a, actually, I, I find it to be a very interesting, um, you, you, you had uh, your um, experience with bullying, you had different angles. I, I remember you saying that uh, mm-hmm. you eventually began to be the bully of the bullies, but I don't want to jump ahead, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and let you speak and let everybody know who you are, what you do, and uh, let you take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm Chuck Nasty. I am on a podcast usually called Nasty Nation. Uh, I'm the drummer vocalist for a band called Bastard Sons of Judas Goat, uh, and I am completely honored to be on, on this podcast because uh, bullying is a problem. And like you said, I have an interesting background with being on both sides of the cards, basically. Um, I uh, was always a guy that, that I, I got picked on periodically throughout my life. Uh, always kind of seen as a freak. Uh, you know, wore black fingernail polish in high school and, you know, had half my head shaved, you know. Uh, so I was picked on for the time that I was like in you know elementary school the time that I quit high school uh and a little bit after that too honestly but uh I uh I started out being friends with a lot of the people that were could be seen as tormentors uh you know they they harassed me made fun of me uh physically beat me sometimes um and made me feel like crap but uh after a while they kind of were like I kind of became part of like certain groups and uh, I kind of just I don't know I I became friends with these guys um, and thought that's how you were supposed to make friends Um, I 
was not really, I was good at making friends, but I wasn't good at making friends. Um, at the time, I was incredibly shy about a lot of things. I'm not like I am now. And I, uh, I found myself like, you know, I would find people that I liked or, you know, in some examples when I was in middle school, there were some people that I knew from uh, when I was little that I hadn't talked to in years. And I liked them. I wanted to hang out with all of them. So I would come up to their table every morning and just harass them and be just completely jackassy and mean. Not really realizing that I was being a jerk. Just thought that's how you did things. And um, that went on for a little while. Uh, some things went on that I realized, okay, maybe I'm doing things the wrong way. And, um, you know, basically I had a couple people tell me like, hey man, you're not a bad dude, but uh, you're kind of an ass. And, uh, you know, this isn't how you do things. And skipping on, I found myself standing up for the weaker man, uh, if, if, you, if you will. Um, and in certain cases, I would beat the crap out of a lot of the bullies because I didn't like how they were being. And I don't know, you, you grow up and you learn things. And lucky for me, I learned some, some things early on. That way I can make sure my kids, you know, treat people with respect, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow, okay. So um, let me ask you, okay, so when, um, when you, uh, you know, got with your, your group of friends that, you know, did the bullying, did that, how did that make you feel? Like, did you feel like, in, like, okay, this is it. I'm accepted. I'm in the right place. Or did you have any, like, that kind of make you feel bad? Uh, I didn't really feel bad at first. Um, a lot of times I've, I, I don't know, how do I word this without sounding stupid? But I guess in a way, I, yeah, I was a part of, of something. Uh, you know, part of just little groups that hung out at school and got in trouble together. Um, you know, I, I don't know, I guess kind of felt like the stereotypical, you know, leather jacket wearing, uh, food stealing <laughs> punk, you know, <laughs> and I, I was okay with it for a long time, but I, I, I witnessed something, um, at one time that really bothered me, um, there was a, a couple of people who I hung out with in middle school who uh, they, they had such potential as people and uh, I'm not saying any names but they uh, they were good musicians and uh, but unfortunately they were really really crappy people um, and I hung out with them at school uh, they'd give everybody a hard time we'd give each other a hard time and we were in uh, gym class one time and there was this uh, this kid that he was kind of a loner. Uh, he uh, was kind of a kind of a mousy looking kid, you know. Like he he didn't do anything to anybody. He wasn't a bad kid. I never talked to him just because it never came about. You know, I never never made friends with him. Not because I didn't like the kid, just because it never was a thing. You know, I stood stood near my people or whatever. You know, my 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 freaks and. Uh, Everybody was kind of doing a free for like everybody was playing basketball on different, you know, uh, different areas of the, the gym. And this kid's ball rolled over in our area. I walked over to grab it. Uh, this one friend who was kind of the quote unquote leader of the little group. Um, 
he had been drinking vodka <laughs> all day. Yeah, middle school, this kid was drinking vodka. <laughs> um, <Wow>. and <laughs> he, he was one of those, you know, like his, you know, his dad was abusive and he, uh, you know, he just pretty much was just taught to be, you know, an a-hole to people. Um, but he walked over and grabbed the kid's ball before I could. And the kid was like, can I have my ball back? And again, the kid being like, not really a bad kid at all. Uh, my friend, uh, quote unquote, uh, punched this kid so hard in the face, um, that like he immediately blooded his nose. And I think he knocked out a tooth. I mean, this was a little kid, like little dude, man, you know, and, uh, and my friend was a, a big guy, you know, not huge, but he had some muscles on him. And I just remember thinking how horrible that was. And it's like, man, this isn't cool. You know, it's like that this, and the, the bad thing is, is that kid that got punched, um, he had enough of being picked on by people. And um, I, I, it was shortly after that incident, um, he got expelled from school because he had a, uh, he had a list. Wow. Yeah, people he was going to take out. And uh, so they uh, he got expelled. I don't know whatever happened to that kid. I uh, hope things got better for him. I, uh, I had, uh, this goes actually an example of being the bully of the bullies, so to speak. Uh, I had a, a neighbor of mine, a teacher actually, who had a couple of daughters that were younger than me and they were waiting out by uh, the bus stop one day and these kids were picking on them. And uh, he said he drove by and he saw these kids picking on them, but he saw me taking care of it. So he didn't bother stopping um, because I grabbed these two kids up and launched them across a uh, front yard and told them to pick on somebody their own size. And, uh, after that, that teacher, he was a substitute teacher, actually. Um, this is before I even met him when that happened. And he remembered me. And he got me out of so much trouble in high school. Uh, he would sneak me cigarettes. And uh, he would later be my, my next door neighbor. And, you know, so it was, it, it, and, all, and also he actually almost hired me to beat up his, uh, his daughter's boyfriend. That never happened. But he, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was gonna, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a thing. He, he really put a lot of trust in me. <laughs> <laughs> He saw you doing something that most would say, you know, wasn't okay, but you're for a good cause. You know, you, it was coming from a good place. You're like a, like a superhero. You're like, you're like, you know, saving somebody, you know, that was being, um, you know, attacked. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a whole lot more satisfying to, uh, to help somebody that's, that's really in need in some way than it is to be just a blatant jerk to people. Exactly. Know? Exactly. For sure. Wow. And it's interesting you say that, um, you know, the, the one kid that I ended up getting uh, expelled or suspended, you know, because of the list, which is understandable because it was a list of what he was going to probably could have played out, you know. But yeah. like, yeah. what about the kids? It, it seems like the, the bullies or the kids that take it, you know, are part of this, you know, uh, you know, are part of what's the word for bullying, I guess, you know you know ter terrorize people they don't really get a lot of uh, a lot of, you know of consequences for what what they do and it just baffles me that in a lot of situations 
it'll always end up being the one being bullied that finally had enough before any action is taken and is usually taken against the kid that was bullied. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and, and in a lot of cases, I mean, you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy how it works out because, you know, it's one minute somebody's getting his rocks off by, by being mean to some kid and then the next thing you know, that same bully has got a barrel in his face and he's begging for his life. Right. And, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of lessons to be learned <laughs> with yeah, this life that we live in. So so much to be learned, you know, very much. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I, I took an interest, you know, to this um, uh, in 2019, shortly after I uh, began podcasting, um, a, a huge interest, you know, because I've always been a person that um, growing up, I just never really liked, you know, people that were just mean for you know to people or, or talked down to them or, or would just say you know just, just being mean to people just in general you know um mm-hmm. but uh you know i have a son he's 12 and you know i, I work in the school system so i've been working and uh teaching for like since he, he's he's in seventh grade now so i started when he was in first grade you know and i've watched my son you know develop as a young man in, in school you know and how kids can be and how he was treated and and you know, uh, kids are really mean. But you know, it's up to adults to. When you're at school, you should feel safe, you know. And so we get to another school and it got a little worse. And I noticed that my son was at the school for a couple of years, and he never really had a good year. Like it was just constant, just bullshit for him. I uh, I understand completely. Um... I'm a parent. Uh, I have two kids. I have a 13-year-old daughter, and I have a seven-year-old son. And uh, now my, my daughter, she's not, she's not like technically mine, but I've, I've been her dad since she was four and a half years old. I'm the only dad she knows, you know. Um, uh, she's got Asperger's and uh, and a few other things, and uh, and my son, he's on the spectrum, and. Growing up with her um, and seeing, you know, watching her different things, you know, grow, uh, you know, how she acts, you know, uh, just different things that pointed to this, that, and the other, you know, therapy, all that kind of crap that went on. And realizing that her uh, way of making friends, like, I noticed that she, you know, wasn't she wasn't making friends she was kind of looked at like kind of a weirdo honestly um and uh which my son he 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 has trouble making friends too sometimes but he's the sweetest sweetest kid uh that you could ever imagine you know which i'm sure you feel the same about your kid you know yeah Uh, but yeah i get it right yeah yeah it's a parent's love you know um and with with her uh here recently there's uh, uh, been some some issues. Um, she was getting picked on at school. Uh, she got pulled out of school for a minute. Her mom pulled her out. Uh, she lives with her mom, and my son lives with me. Um, but she got pulled out of school for a minute. There was there was an incident that happened that I still don't know the one hundred percent truth because talking about schools not doing anything, I you can't get them to tell you anything about anything and. But apparently there was a situation where my daughter, uh, I guess these girls were picking on her 
um, some of like the more, you know, yuppie, Richie girls, you know, future cheerleaders of America kind of crap. And um, my daughter, apparently, what she said is she ran towards the girl. The girl backed up into a, a tree and she got stabbed by a branch. Um, <laughs> I don't really fully believe that story, actually, but this girl started yelling that my daughter uh, stabbed her. Um, again, don't know the 100% truth of the stuff, but she started getting picked on everywhere she went, even even outside of school. Uh, you know, her mom works over at the local bowling alley, and, you know, there was kids that were on a bus or whatever, and they were all saying the same thing to my daughter. There were people who were there were parents who were commenting and saying similar things like just you know wow. it, it, yeah and I, I hated that man she's gone through all kinds of uh, difficulties with that kind of stuff and so she gets picked on um, when it comes down to that and you know as a parent no matter if your kid might deserve it I mean it sound bad but some kids some kids you know, they kind of talk a big game and sometimes they have to be like, you know, cut down a little notch, you know what I mean? Just a tad, just oh, yeah, a tad. Sure. Yep. Yeah, n- not enough to like, you know, make them feel a certain way for the rest of their life, but except for maybe like, okay, well, I shouldn't do this or shouldn't be this way. Um, but you don't ever want your kid going through that shit. You know, you don't want, you don't, you don't like seeing your kids say, yeah, it's really hard. And. talk you know talk about my son like I remember when I was like in elementary school you know I was a sensitive kid I got picked on for that you know I, I you know a mama's boy by trade and uh, I see him and just as loving and, and sensitive and, and nice to everyone that he is I know that at some point there's going to be that one jerk you know who's going to completely crush my my son's like you know happiness for a minute and I don't know. It's it it's it worries you, because you like you said, you know, you want your kids to go to school and feel safe. And yeah, every day, right when, right. yeah, yeah. And every day when I put my son on the bus, um, you know, he goes off on the bus, and it it takes me a second to you know I get worried because we do live in a in a, a shitty mm-hmm. time. Yeah, you know, kid, kids are mean. Like you said, kids are mean, and they're probably meaner than they ever have been. Yeah, they don't have that that remorse or that this isn't right factor you know what I mean because they, they don't they don't get it yet they haven't experienced yeah. enough you yeah. know uh, the, the other thing though is what makes it bad is like the the shithead kids from you know when I was in school or adults now and they've got kids and those kids are like going to school with my kids and they're being the same way they were when they were younger so this shows you it got no better you know with that parent that they they're the same you know because you know this starts such from home you know, mm-hmm. and, and you learn it. You learn the behavior from somewhere. You know, I mean, even if it's coming from some sort of pain, the behavior is still learned somewhere. So, mm-hmm. so that's how you that's how you express. You know, that's how you deal with it. So apparently, the parents <laughs> still, you know, you know, from when they were kids to now, you know, they're just a, you know, just the cycle continues. But the thing is, yeah. it's getting the, the the internet and everything with the cyberbullying and and. And mm-hmm. just it's just getting just more cruel and nasty, and and it, it's a whole nother playing field. It's a whole nother level, which my you know red flags go off and don't understand why this isn't at the top of our nation's list. Is when kids start finding their answer by killing 
themselves committing suicide. I found out that mm-hmm. the youngest so far has been eight years old that wow. I, I read the other day that hunger self due to constant bullying and the parents kept addressing the school as I did with this last school before this new one, you know, mm-hmm. and got nothing. They couldn't do anything. They have so many kids, you know, kids are going to be kids, yada, 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 you know, and right, so yeah. little girl went off. She didn't want to feel the pain anymore and she killed herself. Yeah, see, that's... There was no accountability for that or had any consequences. Not the school, they wouldn't even speak. They didn't even give condolences, you know, and no one was responsible for it. And it's like, what do you tell the kids? What do you tell them when you don't hold anybody accountable for it? You let them think that it's okay and that they can do it. And then if no one does anything, this is what they're going to most likely turn out to be like (laughs) as they get older. Well, I mean, because what it comes down to when no one, when like talking about the schools and stuff, when they don't do their job in protecting the students from anything like that, um, you know what 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 it's what it's telling. You know, like you said, what, what do you tell your kids? You know, sorry, this is how it works. That's business. You know, no, yeah. you know, it, the, 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 it to be it. like it. <laughs> yeah, like they see it as like, okay, well then, what's the point? Why should I even bother trying? Because nobody cares anyway. Exactly. Yep. You know? And it's a, it's a sad state of affairs. Uh, we have, like you said, suicide's a, a popular thing, again. And that was, you know, that's a trend that I wish would have gone out with, you know, the Heathers movie in 1980. Right. Whatever. You know, like, I I really hate that it's a thing. My daughter, uh, she showed me that apparently the movie Heathers, you remember the movie Heathers, right? Sounds very familiar. Uh, uh, Kristen Slater, one of the writers, it's about teen suicide. It's a dark okay. comedy. You're going to have to. You've never seen it. Yeah, I don't think go, I have. Go check it out. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy to actually watch, but it's, it's a pretty morbid thing. And my daughter was listening to the musical the other day and I didn't know that was the thing I'm like you're kidding me they actually have made a musical in a time period where kids are killing themselves because they just don't want to deal with it anymore they made a musical from a movie that's about teen suicide not Mm -hmm. the best uh, not the best idea in my opinion at all and in my head I'm thinking like do do these people realize what's going on (laughs) you know and you know the thing is Chuck I don't know if you know if people I don't know how they cannot know you know because I mean I'm gonna be honest with you I had to go and do some research you know I, I know about this bullying thing because I, I'm seeing it you know because I'm around all these kids and then my son dealt with it you know you have yeah. kids and then you went through it so you know it you know how kids are already it exists and you probably I'm sure you talk to your kids and you know what's going on with them but the world is acting like they I do not know what the hell is going on just like that shooting in LA last day in the last year mm-hmm and you get the news for like a good week until you hear about it and then it's like poof gone and then yeah. nothing, there's nothing else heard of okay what are we going to do to change this yeah and that's the thing is like I mean you think that maybe things would have gotten better after like Columbine right that maybe somebody might have you know uh, I don't know a stronger security something mm-hmm. and they yep. don't because I mean uh-huh. there's no, yep. look, look at how many different uh, you know school shootings have gone yep. on, 
and still nothing changed. It's like they can still they leave it open to kids to be able to still come in and do that same thing. Mm-hmm. And in, in a lot of cases, the the crazy thing is it's it's not even always there's it's not even always a, a situation where somebody's been picked on. It's that, outside. That goes, outside. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, coming into coming into schools and, and blasted, you know, and I don't, I don't understand it. You know, I, I you think that in the times that we in the times that we live in, oh, what? I said it's baffling, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it really is, because I mean, like you know, the times that we live in, they're dark. We live in very dark times. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is torn this way and that. No one knows how to think anymore. A lot of people go to social media, as you mentioned, yep. to, to figure out how they're supposed to think. There's no there's no reasoning anymore. No one, uh, you know, it's yeah, you know, it, it, when it comes down to it, we're still it's still a war of words. And at one time, you know, it was you know uh, with sticks and stones, you know. Yeah, break my bones on words and never hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not that's, the case. That's bull, yeah, that's bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, it's just, it's just, it's sickening. I mean, it, it's like every other week. There's okay. Well, this kid, you know, and that's and that's sorry, I go all over the place sometimes. But that's another good point is the fact <laughs> that you've got these kids who are picked on, bullied. They don't have a part, a place anywhere. And then where's where's the, the places a lot of these kids end up going to? gangs or hate groups mm-hmm. you know it's like you you have a kid that that okay he's a little scrawny white kid he doesn't ever bother anybody doesn't care but hey these jackass skinheads or whatever pick him up well now he's a part of something and then now yeah. he's believing everything he's being told and then he thinks it's a good idea to go into a fucking black church and, and shoot it up or go into a jewish church or go you know whatever they're called you know all that shit it all yeah. it all spawns from from the bullying aspect. Yeah, I try you to know? tell people that it affects everyone. You know what I mean? It trickles on down and, and, it, and it affects and it changes. So you know what I mean? It could just tear across a whole just you know a set of events that you didn't think had anything to do with each other, but it actually you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's like you you allowed this infestation to get bigger and bigger. Cause see, I see a lot of people still to this day, like especially old school people. They were like, "Oh, back in bullying, yeah, back in the day, you, you bullied. You know, that's what it was, and you, you, you deal with it. You know, you move on, or you go out in the street and you handle it, and you fight, and you know what I mean." And, and I'm, I had, it's not okay because these bullies and this and the person being bullied, they carry this into their adulthood. So the person that's bullied, they probably, I don't like you said, those set of events there can happen. Or they probably just a person that just doesn't know how to be, treat themselves and, and or how to even hold a relationship. It, it just affects. And then the bully, the bullier, if he makes it, if you know what I mean, if he doesn't get, hopefully not, you know, in a situation where the bully had enough or he's in prison now or, you know what I mean? It, it's just, yeah. just no, it, it doesn't just get be bullied and then boom, bam, it goes away. That kind of pisses me off when people say that. So yeah. I'm not sure. It's not just you know because like you said you know the you know the principals and the teachers they went oh well kids being kids just boys being boys and it's like you know how many times has that been said you know with any like with all these like you know rape cases and murder cases oh you know it was just accidents as boys being boys 
Right. You know, kids being kids. Well, that's there's a certain point where you got you know, yeah, kids will be kids, boys will be boys, whatever. But there's a certain point where uh, you have to draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't preach to my son to go be mean to people. You know, I I tell him to have respect for everyone, and he's seven years old, and he opens the door for everybody, and he he, you know, I feel like I'm doing some right, you know, because he does have right. respect for people, and yeah, for sure, that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, like I, you know, look, I, to be perfectly honest, at one time in my life, I was a very hateful, hateful person. Um, you know, I uh, I had a lot of bad bad thoughts. Uh, I was, you know, I, I just, I was, I was a hateful person and, uh, it's the part of my life that, you know, I, I, I can't even believe honestly, I was the way I was in certain, in certain yeah. instances, you and know, your proof and, could change and that's, a, and that's pretty cool. And that's awesome. You know? Well, yeah. You I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, Cause a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't have the <laughs> opportunity to like switch, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're all in this together. No matter what people want to believe, we're we're in this together. together. All of yep. us. And tell people we, we do the same, we breathe the same, we underneath our skin and everything. We have bones, uh, we bleed the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? We are in this together. You know what yeah. I mean? And and it's you know, it's it's like to me that's just how I feel like. I feel like I'm responsible for my part in this in this you know this world we live in to help make if I want my child to be in a safe place then I have to contribute and to speak up and do what I need to do to make it a safe place I just can't do that just single out just for my son you know I have to like we're living together I have to do that in general for for all of our kids you know what I mean we have to make it a, a safe place and we have to you know do our part and to you know into yeah. making that happen but we need all this separation like you know everybody nobody knows how to think for themselves you know what I mean it's like uh, you know I really feel like somebody like alien like who has taken over because <laughs> people yeah. are just too complacent with being okay but whatever it is these days like there's nobody speaking up you know what I mean for any uh, of the wrongs or the there's no mentors there's, I was telling somebody the other day I was like there's no more Martin Luther Kings or, you know, somebody that's like an advocate that's like saying, no, this is not okay. You know what I mean? I'm not going to just sit by right, the side. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's just everybody's kind of like zombies. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, <laughs> that's, that's a totally, that's a totally different subject, a totally different podcast right there. But yeah, no, zombies. <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely a lot of, a lot of how I see people these days because, yeah. it, we, you know, when you're talking about leaders being up there and trying to like show uh, some kind of positive attitude um, we don't have that the, the speakers that we have these days that are supposed awesome. to speak up spe- supposed to speak up for quote unquote us Americans uh, are in a lot of ways the enemy they are yeah, yeah. you know they have a whole other agenda <laughs> yeah you know? and it's 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 hard sometimes you know it's they, you know they say like the devils and the details and sometimes you have to kind of look and see uh, in between the lines with certain with certain people. Uh, I, first off, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm I try to stay away from being a political person, so I'm not naming any names or anything like that. You can you can read between the lines, but yeah, you don't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's it's gotten back to a point where it is power to the people, 
and it's just a matter of all of us getting our heads out of our anuses and yep. and uh, actually doing something about things instead of just mm-hmm. being like you know if there's a problem you know with your kid in, in school instead of just having a hand put to you and you being squished away out the door you, you know do. it's like more people need to say things yes yeah you know, I go to my son I, I go to my son's school and you know they they've grown to like me there they know that I'm a good I'm a good dad they know that I love my son very much uh, that I do anything well for him uh, but I'm also you know uh, covered in tattoos have a shaved head and a beard and I look kind of intimidating apparently and I don't let them, uh, don't let them BS me, and they know it, because uh, right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, I don't split hairs. I say how it is, and and yeah. sometimes you have to be that way. I've had, to, I've had to be kind of, uh, kind of mean to some of the teachers to to get answers, and that's been with my my son and my daughter's like school. Yeah, you gotta be, because they'll try to, they'll try to, uh, they'll try to bully you too. They'll try to like, you know what I mean, or, or, or make you believe. <laughs> oh things. yeah. If you can't yeah. out of your control, they'll throw that card at parents like, "Oh, you you have to bring your kid to school because, or else we're gonna call the, you know what I mean?" That you're not, and, I, mm-hmm. and I, I, it just really makes me mad, you know. And that's why I also, with my, the, you know, the um, stopping the pain um, campaign I'm working on, I want it to be for parents too and let them know, like, uh, I don't know if you know um, Bill Bill Foster. I did a few shows with him, and um, he's at the movies a uh, showdown. Um, showdown at the Brazos and he used to be a principal for 31 years at a superintendent and so he told me a lot of you know stuff and and things that you know that that are supposed to happen that can happen and there are things that can be done versus when they these schools tell us although it's out of our control sorry we can't do anything you know it's, it's first of all it's bullshit you know what I mean and there's other solutions but with parents I always tell them your your duty is to your child to protect your child at all times remove 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 and and, and if they want to cause a problem which is most likely because you've sat here and and told them over and over again that your child is being you know what I mean mm-hmm. tortured and they don't want all that you know what I mean and so it's like they'll do whatever to say whatever to control the situation and to make yeah. you not so you won't say you know I mean too much or and it's just like no call, I tell kids I'm like, dude, you go to school and you tell you tell a teacher, you know, you're being picked on, you're being bullied, and, and they need to do something. And if they shut you down, don't sit down. Stand in the doorway all day long and, and, and say it to the rooftops. They'll get tired eventually. What, you're going to get suspended for what? For, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. do what you need to do. Don't just walk away and shut down. You say, hey, oh, no, yeah. stops. You know, I want to call my mom. You know what I mean? I'm being picked mm-hmm. on, being harassed, you know? I always tell kids, go home, tell your parents, talk to your parents. You know, yeah. and let them know what's going on with you. It's the littlest thing. Let them know. It's just crazy. Even with adults, you can't even trust adults. I tell them, like, look, if you if there's ever a moment where there's an adult telling you to do something that's inappropriate or do something bad that you should not be doing, you need to go home and tell your parents. Right, yeah. You hit another kid, you know, because there's adult bullies too. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I've dealt with a few of them. It's really sick. It's morbid and sick. When you have a person that will tell and have kids, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. fight yeah. against. You know what I mean? It's it's just I don't know what's going on these days. It's, I just know that no one's saying anything. Yeah, uh, it's 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 one of those things that that you've seen uh, in the you know in the news and 
and you know in the papers and stuff they mentioned bullying and they're they're cracking down a little bit more on things but I, it's still being kind of swept off to the side yeah. i mean when you think about honestly when you think about some of the bullies uh, i mean i know i don't know in your situation growing up like whatever but for me the uh the jocks the jocks were always the ones that i had a lot of issues with um even though i was asked to be on the football team and i com- completely declined that um in a very funny brutal manner but i won't even go into that um but uh they picked on me all the time. And when you tried to go and tell the principal or the coach or anybody, anything, um, they always were going to do something about it, but they never did because the only thing they really ever worried about was, uh, their sports teams. Right. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of funny when you, when you, when you really think about it, you know, how, how things are these days. Uh, my mom was never afraid of, you know, mom knew, you know, our parents know that, you know, you go to school, that eventually you're going to have to deal with somebody who's not so nice to you. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, for sure. we just got to prepare our kids for, you know, for that mean, ugly person. You yeah. Know? You know, but, you know, growing up from when I was, you know, when I was younger, you know, there, there wasn't like a, a fear, you know, of, you know, another kid stabbing another kid. Or, right. You know, it's a whole different time kid. now. Yeah. That's the scary part. Yeah, I was. It wasn't like that in my time either. So that's why it terrifies me so much. Because you know, it's gotten to be way now. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 definitely gotten to to uh, scary scary uh, proportions these days with uh, what kids and adults will do to uh try to to show their their toughness or just to show how mean they can be yeah and a lot of times those kids that are bullying like they a lot of times they are dealing with something outside of the home or at home too or a lot of times they're being bullied or there's some kind of pain something's going on and then when they come to school they that's where they take it out on that's where they feel like they have some control but they're they're pain they're inflicting their pain upon someone else because that bullying coming from sort sort of pain, you know. And so it's like no one's doing anything about either about the bully. You know what I mean? The kid yeah. that's being bullied, which shouldn't have to do deal, you know, live that way. And then you're not even you're not doing the the bully or any the bully any service. But you're doing a disservice because you're like you're overseeing overlooking it. And then you don't know what that child could be going through at home too. You know right. what I mean? It's like yeah. now that child has, you know, is, has no one holding them accountable or even trying to redirect or change the behavior or see what's going on with them. Because kids, they don't, they're not, okay, some adults aren't even emotionally equipped or know how to really <laughs> process and deal with stuff. So you get a kid, hormones and all this stuff, they have a lot to deal with. I wouldn't want to be a kid all over again. You know, the pressures, yeah. of, you know, of just being... I mean at that age and fitting in and stuff you know and so it's like they don't know yeah. how to process things the way we should know how to so you just let this kid alone just to, to to have to figure out life by themselves they don't know any better in some way even though they should be held accountable it's like not even really their fault because they're not supposed to parent themselves <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> all yeah. this it's crazy yeah and then that's 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 a sad and that's what it all comes down to it boils down to how kids are being raised 
you know yeah. oh. if you've got a if you've got a father that a father or a mother that are abusive or you know verbally or physically and and you know uh, the kid's just gonna go and think that's just how you're supposed to act you know, or they're just going to be pissed off all the time and they're going to take out, you know, their aggressions on everybody else just because they're mad, you know? Yep. yep. And it informs a way of uh, one child looks towards, like, another, say, for instance, like, women. If, if a, a kid, see, or they either are going to emulate, you know what I mean, how if their father was that way with their mom, they probably have this view of women and that they're beneath them or they're, you know what I mean? Because I see sometimes oh, yeah. within... And I see how some boys treat. I see this one kid who's always up in some girl's face, like, just, like just in her, in there, you know. And I, I sit back and I think, I'm like, who, where the heck have you learned that it's okay for you to constantly walk up in some woman's face and just talk to her as if she's another male? You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like that's got to be something he's learned that you've seen because he does it with so much aggression. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. No, so that's his outlook I see so far and it's okay to treat women and it's like that's all that's gonna do is just come back to bite (laughs) our society in the ass because you just be growing a monster there yeah I mean you get because you have you have those 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 boys that you know uh you know in in a guy in a boy situation you know he sees that you know the mom does this and does that and the dad does it but yell you know, uh, or vice versa, you know, maybe the mom, you know, drinks too much and yells, you know, things of that nature and think that that's how you're supposed to treat each other, you know? And as I, you know, I've been in relationships where, uh, the, the girl, which I would be dating, um, had very dysfunctional parents that cheated on each other. They were verbally and physically abusive to each other. And a lot of times she acted as if that's how it was supposed to be. And it was just like, man, you need help. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And wow, that's all she knew. So it was like, she didn't know any better. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, that's, that, that's, it's, it's what we're, we're born and bred to, you know, be the sponges that we are to pick up whatever information that, that we, yeah. we see or read or whatever. And, Sometimes it doesn't, uh, it isn't just educational. Sometimes it becomes a life. Yeah, exactly. It's talked about education. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I think educational, that's just not even half, just part of this. I mean, because Mm -hmm. with or without it, you you can have all the education in the world. You know what I mean? And if you don't have the rest of it, then it's pretty much useless. There's nothing you can do with that because you can't socialize. You're just messed up. You don't know how to act you know what I mean mm-hmm. amongst people you just it's just how nobody likes you you like no one you know you can't you're not fit to be a part of you know that's a normal a normal person of society you got to learn how to socialize and get, you know what I mean it's at work mm-hmm. with you know what I mean you got to know the time and the place for things and how to speak and how to act it's just and I see a lack of it it's so much I always sit back and I scratch my head like dude if that was me and I spoke to an adult like that I would have no lips right now yeah, my mom exactly yeah to put them in her purse <laughs> and yeah. he on so I got my mind right and kids these days they just talk just talk crazy I'd be like well well 
damn. <laughs> Kids have no respect at all for anything anymore. Yeah. And, you know, you a lot of times it goes back to the parents. A lot of times, you know, you just... Yeah, all the parents, all the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, they just, they're the ones that, they're like, these days, it's like, there's no discipline. You know, it's just like, okay, go run with Jimmy and Billy. I don't care. Go on. Just yeah, get out of my They face. don't feel what they feel like. Go on. Do, yeah, just go on. They're not going to them. So they're like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of these kids don't know what it's like to, like, you know, be grounded from TV for two weeks. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they don't They don't get that stuff, to, you know, done to them. Which yeah. they should. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No discipline. That's, that's like, the biggest issue. No discipline. The kids, um, you know, and, and as much as you would think, like, I don't know, for me, what... You know, I didn't get like a lot of consequence, like punish, I mean, consequences uh, <clears throat> being younger because I didn't, I'm not trying to toot my, or act like I was some great kid. But I mean, I, I wasn't perfect. I got in trouble, but um, I, uh, you know, didn't have much that, you know, okay, put it like this. My mom and her yelling was enough for me. <laughs> okay, that was, that right, was it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my God, I'm in trouble. Oh, my mom's saying, yeah, I'm talking. Hers, that right there was enough you know, for me, but that's not everybody, you know, and now it's a different time. And now these yeah. days, kids, they're so just used to that and they're not even listening to you anyway because they're on their, they're, they're getting gadgets or whatever. And I always tell people, you got to take what they love the most. You know, you got to break them down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take them phones. My son acted like he was cracked. Yeah, he was, went through the withdrawals. <laughs> yeah. But I had to right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to stick to it too. You know, sometimes parents will be like, okay, well, caught up and be like, well, I got to do this. Okay, okay, go ahead. And it's just like, or they won't follow through. You know what I mean? And then kid, and I've done that a few times. Last time I said, mm-mm, cross the lines. You know, and he just acted like it was just the end of the world. But yeah. Like, oh. I've, I've, had to, I've had to be, I'm a little bit of a pushover. And when it comes to my son, I have to be, uh, I've been trying to be a little more stern with him because he, he knows how he can pretty much get his way <laughs> just about any time so I've been trying my best to discipline him whenever he needs discipline yeah you just gotta stay in, in, role, in the role cause you know sometimes kids don't know that it hurts us so I have to see them you know what I mean it's not oh, I don't yeah. enjoy it sometimes I'll be like oh you know but I gotta stay in character <laughs> mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta follow through you know I can't show the yeah. weakness but you know it's like it, it pays off I always tell my son you'll thank me later <laughs> Oh yeah, it's true though. Cause I mean, like in the future, I mean, there's been times where I've, I've, you know, I've looked back on times where I was a shithead and, uh, you know, I've, I've thanked my parents for being a certain way with me, you know, cause I, I don't think I'd be the, the man that I am today if it, if it wasn't for being raised at least somewhat right, you know? Right. Like they say it starts at home, you know, and so important that, uh, you know, everybody doesn't have that, you know, the opportunity that you had or that I have had when, you know, from home, because sometimes home is the problem. Yeah. You know, you know they're not getting what they need there and home is a place they not, they really don't need to be. So that becomes a whole other issue. But I think it's all, I think personally, I think it's all doable. If we stop worrying about all the wrong shit, you know what I mean? Like, just back yeah. off, chill on Donald Trump for like a minute, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just let them tweet. Yeah, let right now. We got more important pressing matters going on here. Okay, we have our kids dying, and they're supposed to be the future. Okay, we're because we're not going to be here forever. So they're the future. They're going to be right. the one taking care of us. So, but what are we doing if we're not giving them a chance, a platform where they can stand on and to to do what's needed? If no one's giving them a safe place and one that is stable to do it on, so is this like the end of the world or something? Because I mean, what's what's to come next if we don't even have the right situation to put kids into to be as great as they are or they can be? Right. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. There's there is there is it's. it's it's a strange reality anymore. It really is. I mean, uh, like you know, going back to kids being mean and being like meaner than they maybe used to be. You know, it's like like you said, these are the kids are supposed to be our, our leaders, mm-hmm. and they're going to be the ones that are either leading us to uh, the promised land or uh, taking us straight to hell. So, into destruction. <laughs> yeah, completely. Like because. I, I don't know. I I see some kids when I go to like school functions or my son, and I see some kids with their parents. I'm just, I'm, I'm just so grateful. I've got I've got such good kids that actually uh, uh they got a lot of promise. I'm pretty proud of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I, you know, and um, I, I feel the same way. You know, we always like you said before. Well, of course, we're gonna say good things about our kids but no I really you know I mean as far like I can sit back and say these things about my son just as him as an individual he has really good qualities and he's he's like doesn't have a mean bone in his body he's like a boy's boy a guy's guy like a really good friend you know and the kids at school just like really give him a, a hard time I said, which he's that kid that if something was to happen here, we got like an earthquake or something happened, he'd be that kid that looked around for you and would want to go back and get you. Right. Like he's that, oh, yeah. that, that guy. He's stand up guy. Yeah, that's my, that's my son too. So it's like, uh, he, I, I, I and, and it, it makes me see like that, okay, well, I have done something. Because, you know, all parents are going to be harder on ourselves and, like, feel like we failed them. And any, 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 every time something goes, you know what I mean, goes away, it's like, oh, my God, what have I done? What did I do? What did I, what I did not do? You know what I mean? And we just have, it's just that's how it comes with being a parent. But we really sit back and see who our kids feel, who they really are. And if you can sit back and see that you have a great child and that, and that they're good to others, I tell people, I judge people on how they treat other people. themselves and other people I don't really care too much for people that are shady or that I watch how you how you move with other people how you treat other people and that's how I kind of decide what if that's you know what I mean if I want to deal with you you know and it's like that's and I noticed that with my son that he's very caring you know what I mean he thinks of others you see somebody on the street and you know what I mean and we do that often we'll you know help somebody out you know, it's always about somebody else, and um, and I dig that. So I'm like, okay, well, I did something right, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, really, yeah. Oh, so, 
Yeah, no, my, my son's about the same when it comes to that. He, he always wants to help people. He always has questions about things. He he feels sad, you know, when he sees somebody that, you know, may look like they don't have, uh, you know, yeah. a good life or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, it makes you feel good. But again, it also goes down to like, what can I do to make them more safe? You know? Yeah. Because, you know, the ugly truth that's out there ready to just like gnaw at them and tick, you know what I mean? And, and you know what I mean? Because they're so kind and good. It's like you have to like wreck that for them or because the like, world is going to wreck that for them, you know? But we just want them to be yeah. able to handle it because it's going to happen. Just be able to handle it. You know, I put my son in boxing. Uh, he was already a dibbing and dabbing over a few years. Uh, he's training more now just to like for the discipline and then and, and for protection to be honest with you too <laughs> you know what I mean so he's kind of short though but uh, it's a good it was a good way to direct his you know energy and then he's not in a regular school anymore I took him out he it's a school where it's just independent study and he uh, has to just go and work 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 and then they go home and they work 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 there's no social so I had to find a way for him to get his physical fitness and to still be able to socialize with other kids but in a structural manner also yeah. shows discipline too. Yeah, for sure. So that's the route I took, you know, and, and with dealing with, all stems from dealing with bullying, bullying within schools at that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, I think that um, your story, you know what I mean? It, it, a successful story at that too, because, you know, who you described who you used to be and the hatred that you, you held and and that's not you anymore you know what I mean that's like that's amazing and, and your kids are lucky you know what I mean and I'm pretty sure that you have plenty plenty of stories for them too and I think your son is gonna be be okay you know all of our kids will be if we do our parts though you know as parents you know yeah. and um, oh, yeah. yeah and I, I would love for you to whenever you can come back on or or when we're do, you know, because I'm really trying to find like a really strong foundation of people that really feel strongly about this and want to. Uh, my foundation called Stopping the Pain, a nonprofit that I'm working on, you know, is to be able to stop the pain, exactly what, you know what I mean? It says, yeah. you know, of kids feeling like they're going unheard, you know what I mean? And they have to deal with this or either take their own life. So, I would really be honored if, you know what I mean, you would want to be a part of, it's still a work in progress, but I think oh, yeah, you have sure. to really bring to to it, and um, I've dedicated my life to it, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd be honored, yeah, man. Just uh, any, anytime you need me for your thing, just holler at me. Okay, for sure, for sure. Good for sure. Definitely a good cause. I, I, it's, it's, that's why I was uh, so excited about being on here. Uh, was the fact of okay well let's talk about this subject this isn't a subject that usually is you know mentioned it like you know uh, you know dinner parties <laughs> you know it's yeah, good yeah. to actually go outside a little bit it's okay let's, let's talk about something besides uh, besides horror movies for me <laughs> <laughs> right 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 for sure uh, I'm definitely down any, anytime anytime yes for sure okay well thank you for coming and we're going to close this out but stay, I want you to be stay on okay okay yeah, don't go anywhere. <laughs> but everybody, so thank you for listening, tuning in with Mr. Chuck Nasty. And Chuck, you want to um, let us know, our listeners know exactly where they could find uh, anything on you and what you do? Any yeah. links or anything like that? 
Uh, when it comes to the podcast, Nasty Nation, uh, you can find it uh, on Anchor, on Spotify, on Pocket Casts. Uh, you can go to uh, the Romero Pictures Indie Brigade uh, website. You can find stuff on there, uh, on me on there. Uh, there's merch on there as well. Uh, you can go to the Facebook pages, uh, Nasty Nation uh, and Indie Brigade. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, and then there's Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat, my band. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, on Bandcamp, Spotify, and all the places where you can really listen to music. Uh, yeah, and YouTube and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. And um, definitely, I'll be um, putting these into my, my website when it's done and then also on my podcast, too. So definitely will be, you know, your, your family of voices to be reckoned with now. So. <laughs> oh, well, excellent. Well, thank you. I'm honored. You're so welcome. Okay, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us and have a good night. Peace. Okay. Bye. I just want to say thank you to Chuck Nasty of Podcast Nasty Nation. Thanks for coming on and sharing your personal experience as, you know, dealing with bullying when you grew up and then your personal experience as a parent and your children. You're definitely most appreciated here. And thank you for shedding more light, you know, in different ways to this bullying crisis that we have and that this is a serious, serious deal, you know, and uh, as a nation, as parents, as leaders, we shouldn't tread lightly with this because as we see for facts, as the results have shown over and over again, <laughs> mass shootings, suicide. Who wants to think of this? Who wants to even have to say this is our reality? But it is. And whose job is it to protect our children? Yeah, it's our job. So what are we doing Let's wake up. Let's stop the pain. Thank you. And this is Brandy J's, a voice to be reckoned with. Peace. If you would like to be a guest on the show, if you have any experience with bullying or know someone that has, or even if you haven't and just want to speak your voice, please feel free. Get in touch with me. Message me on Facebook, Brandy Singleton, or email me, brandysingleton512 at gmail.com. Thank you.